Um, well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Um, no problem. You, you guys are a, uh, you guys are a family business. Yes, we are. And you guys have been, um, now you do ag, not just ag solutions, like just that. You do a couple of different things, don't you? What, what all do you guys exactly do? Yeah, so we, we do pretty much all things land management. Um, so we do um, land clearing. Um, we do um, pasture spraying. We do custom hay work. Um, we, uh, we build ponds, we do mulching, um, we build driveways, um, we do demolitions. I mean, if it's, if it has to do with land, we, we pretty much do it. Oh, see, I do, do pavement too. Um, well, we do like, um, rock driveways and things like that. And then we also do oh. like mobile welding. So we do, um, like pipe entranceways, pipe fencing. Um, we um, build um, like uh, lean-tos or metal barns, um, mm -hmm. things along those lines. That's a lot. It is. It keeps us very busy. Yeah, so it's not just you guys. You guys have people working. I mean, obviously, you guys probably have a team to take care of all that. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got a great great group of guys that are that are working with us and uh they we couldn't do it without them for sure and uh y'all started this in 2016 right yes yeah have y'all always been in texas did you guys meet up born and raised in texas or yeah yeah we've always uh been located uh in grapeland texas um i mean we we cover we cover all of east texas but yeah this is where we've always been based and um, you know, just since 2016, we've really, we've really been able to kind of expand more into like, you know, the, the construction equipment line of things. And, uh, you know, we definitely look forward to continuing to expand. Does that take a lot of, um, is Texas funny about licensing for that kind of stuff? Um, not when you're outside of the city limits, which we are. Um, the majority yeah. of the places we work um, are is out of the city limits, but um, yeah. you know there there is you know some some licensing that has to be done if you're in the city limits or if we take on a job that's in the city limits. I always thought that was funny how it does change from city limits to outside the city limits. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> outside of city, like, city limits, it's like there's no rules almost. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, what's the difference? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but now are you guys into, um, so we kind of met up on Facebook, not, not necessarily through horses, but just on right. Facebook. I think I actually, you were the first person that taught me, you did it on a post with the app followers or at highlights or something, and it showed okay. up on my business page. yeah it showed up on my business page and that's when i sent you a friend request because i was like what is this girl doing what is that oh yeah <laughs> now everybody's starting to do it yes yes yeah i mean that's that's how you got to grow your business constantly be on there so well facebook's starting to get be a pain in my tail to be honest with you because no i don't think nobody sees anything i 100 percent agree with you on that yes if i 
if if I post something business wise, especially, I don't feel like it gets seen at all. I feel like it almost gets filtered out. Yeah, I do too. But, and I don't yeah. think the app followers, because they started doing well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely do. Um, yeah. Um, I almost feel like I know. I kind of do. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of silly on on one hand, but I, what I the way I think of it as you know how realtors do what they call cold cold calling, and they'll yeah. go like to especially in the big cities, they'll go to houses and you know just see if you know they're interested in putting their house on the market. I'll actually go to Facebook Messenger and just send a um, a picture of my logo. And just say, hey, I'm sending you, um, you know, my 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 virtual, um, my virtual uh, business card. card. Yeah, yeah, my virtual business card. If you need any land management services, please feel free to reach out. And yeah, you know that that cannot be filtered out. You know, that's going directly to their messenger. And you know, they may open that and be like, I have no need for that. But I have a lot of people that say, oh, I didn't even know that you did that. Yeah, yeah. I love I love personally messaging people. I've, I yeah. have actually thoroughly enjoyed just messaging you because, you know, I don't think people realize how much, what's the right word? It puts you ahead of the game when you can mm-hmm. just be personable. And oh, yeah. me and you don't even know each other at all. But we have had, I think, we have had just the most normal, breeze-free kind of conversation. Like, it was nothing weird about it. It was like, hey, how you oh, doing? Yeah. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to, you know, cheer on the person next to you, I mean. Right. You can't, you, I mean, you, that's just the way it needs to be. So. Yeah. But it's cool because you still get a little bit of that kind of old school feel of being able. I think a lot of people that, um, and you could probably agree with this because you've been in business since, you know, for a while. Mm-hmm. Some people that have um, only done business online, that old school feel of just like messaging, like straight just talking to somebody. Right. They don't know how to do it. And people that oh, do yeah. know how to do it, it put, kind of puts them ahead, I think. Oh, yeah, Definitely. So you are in the big state of Texas. Do you think it's um, – have you, have you guys traveled outside of Texas any for anything? Um, not for work. Yeah, but, like, for personal, like, for vacations yeah, we, or whatever? Uh, yeah, actually, we were just in Hot Springs, Arkansas for Christmas. Um, oh, our cool. Kids are a little bit older, so now instead of really doing gifts, we um, take a Christmas trip. And so this year we went to Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's pretty cool. What now you done got me like what's in Hot Springs, Arkansas? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's amazing. We we had a great time. We had so much fun. Um Aww. there's bath houses, um, you know, where you get to lay in the spring water and um amazing. Oh, food. so it springs like that. Yes, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Yes, there. It's really hot. It's nice hot water, um, but yeah, it's it, it was it's beautiful mountains, um, which is you know not not something we have here in East Texas. So yeah, it it was it was really beautiful. 
yeah, you guys have you've got a ways to travel if you want to go to any because I'm in North Carolina. We've got we've got the beach on one end and we've got the mountains on the other end, and you're probably looking at two to three hours to get to one or the other. You know, right. from where I'm at in the middle. You in Texas, you'll have to travel. You'd have to travel quite some time just to get to down there to the beach, like to the Gulf Coast. Yeah, um, Galveston is about four hours from where we are. Oh, it's not too, too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but, you know, I mean, then again, Galveston's not exactly the most beautiful place if you're wanting to go to the beach, so. <laughs> I didn't, I think, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, it wouldn't be the top on my list. <laughs> well, Texas isn't really not like the beach is not the first thing that comes to my mind when I very when true. Texas. Very the first true. thing that comes to mind is Fort Worth. Yes, yes. Is it that big of an attraction? Like, you know, do you being in Texas versus somebody that's kind of an out of towner? Is it real easy for you to spot people that you're like, ah, oh, you're not from Texas? <laughs> um. Yes and no. It honestly depends on... <laughs> I don't on, have a red dot on my face. <laughs> it depends on where they're from. Um, you know, if they're from, like, a Western lifestyle, I would say yeah. no. But if they're not, if they're, like, from, you know, Florida or California, I would say absolutely. <laughs> we can spot you a mile away. <laughs> Um, so what made you guys get into land management? I mean, have you um, owned land your whole life, is, or was it like just a need that you kind of saw that needed to happen, or did your parents and family do it, or, I mean, what kind of well, led you to do? So that, on on all, all of that, I have to give complete credit to my husband. Um, he actually grew up doing this. He was raised by his grandparents, and they really just, instilled all of this in him um he grew up on a ranch i mean we we still currently live on his family ranch um i mean they cool. they taught him the ins and outs of everything and so he's he's just done it his entire life and so it was what he knew and there there just was it was the easy answer for him to just do what he knew and yeah. um you know, then I came along and just jumped on board with him. So it's always cool to have a, a tag team effort like that. You know, when it's a family business, I think um, I don't know. I just think it has a little special something special to it. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, it, all of the um, the marketing and all of that stuff. I handle all of that. He will be the first to tell you. He does not get on the internet. He doesn't do Facebook. He doesn't. He doesn't do any of that. Um, He's I, probably got more sanity than the rest of us. <laughs> I, I'm very jealous that he doesn't have to deal with all of that. Sometimes I have to just vent to him, and he yeah. he'll just look at me crazy. I'm like, you just you just need to sit there and listen. Just let me get it out. <laughs> I know you don't know who or what I'm talking about, but just let me let me let me vent. That is impressive, though, because, I mean, it's hard to run a business and not have social media in some way, shape, or form 
connected oh, into yeah. any part of it, whether you're big or small. So for yeah. him to sit back and not have nothing to do with it, that's impressive. I admire that. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I wish I could be him. Because <laughs> he's right. I mean, like, you know, well, like what you just said, just the normal headaches that come with it, mm-hmm. it's always going to be some type of headache with social media. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that, we even, um, you know, when we first kind of started, we had his phone number listed, you know, as the, the main contact. And his phone would just be going off like crazy. And a lot of the places that he, we actually work, we don't have service. They're just, right. you know, way out in the middle of nowhere. And um, it, it just wasn't it just wasn't working. And so now we've taken his phone number completely off everything, and it's just mine. So he's he's um, I would almost say he's got the good end of the stick. <laughs> so yeah, nobody bothers him. Yeah, I get all the phone calls. <laughs> I get all of it. So, but but he he definitely he does all of the hard labor. So. Well, yeah, there's a give and take for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get the mental stress. He gets the physical. Yeah, you know what? That's a good way of putting it because uh-huh. um, both are strenuous, you know, not one. Yes. Neither one is worse or less than the other or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, now, do you guys feel the uh, – how far is Fort Worth from where you are? Um, I'd say or probably – Three and a half, four hours. Oh, that's not like too bad. I mean, no. no I was going to ask if you guys ever feel the overflow sometimes when, when like market is in or any anything like that, but you probably don't. No, no, we don't. Um, yeah, that doesn't really hit us here. Um, yeah, the t- where we live is almost directly in the middle of Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston. Um, oh, okay. I mean, we're, we're almost right smack dab in the middle. Um, so, but we have a lot of um, a lot of people that live in those larger city cities because where, where we live is a very small, small town. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the the people from the larger towns have. Um, little uh, lake houses or, you know, hunting cabins around here. So we're able to to help all of them a lot that way and take care of their places. And I was fixing to say, a lot of your clients probably, is there a lot of hunt hunting leases out there? Oh, yes, there's a lot. Yeah. That's probably a good a good chunk of business right there because that way people hire you guys to. So if I owned, let's say I hypothetically owned, you know, a couple hundred acres out there and mm-hmm. I don't live there, I would call you to manage it and take care of it and look after it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, especially um, whenever deer season starts, you know, a lot of people have us come out and, mulch their firing lanes and things like that. That way they can, you know, have a nice clean shot, you know, a nice line of view to their uh, their feed plot or their, their uh, or their uh, their feeder, you know, things along right. those lines. So. Do you guys work on a lot of cattle 
or beef related ranches or horse ranches at all? Um, so, when, yes and no. As far as um, that, more so we supply hay to especially the, the horse ranches. Um, mm. We have a, a pretty pretty large amount of clientele that that buy um, buy hay from us that are um, horse ranchers. So, and what hay do you guys what do you guys um, harvest? Um, so around here, um, it's coastal. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't um, know this. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Coastal is what's pretty predominant around here. Um, and so since we um, we also have a commercial pasture spraying company, we're able to really put in, you know, you know, everything that it really needs to provide, you know, a really good product. And uh, yeah. so we do the uh, the square bells, and then we also have a bell baron, and so we go behind and we actually um, get the square bells and we, we bundle them so they're they're sold in the bundles of 21. That works. That works really well for for a lot of uh, a lot of horse horse owners. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the price of hay. Oh, have yeah. you seen it gone up a lot since you guys first started doing it, or oh, has it? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, and that that's been one of the hardest parts for us. You know, is we've had to raise our prices because, I mean, fertilizer, you know, if our if the, our cost goes up, you know, we don't have any choice right. but to, you know, raise, raise it on the other end. But um, what was it? I think it was two summers ago we had um, a, a really horrible drought here in Texas. And uh, I w we have droughts almost yearly, but it was worse than usual, and people like were... Like, how long is a bad drought? Like, how long is a bad drought for you guys? What's considered for you guys? Uh, six to eight months. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it can it can be really bad. Um, it's, it, it definitely makes hay season, you know, it, it can be really rough, but... Because yeah. we had, you know, uh, one of our, you know, really, really bad droughts. Um, a lot of people were, were price gouging, and it was it was really yeah. rough to see, you know, because you can, you know, if, if you do hay, you can easily tell the quality of hay, and it would be just absolute junk going for, you know, horse quality prices it was it was horrible to watch well i mean what do you i mean what are you supposed to do as far as you can't irrigate hay fields like that i mean is that i mean what do you what are you supposed to do are you just out for that whole year um well i mean you know it is great if you can irrigate i mean some people are are able to um got you okay if um if you're not able to, then yeah, I mean you're you're just out. You have to ship oh it in, God. you know, from out of state or you know something right. along those lines. Um, you know, uh, especially if you're a hay supplier and you own livestock or something yourself. You, you know, unfortunately, you have to reserve hay for 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 your animals first, and then right. you know, 
sell to your customer secondly. You know, that's that's always a hard one for us because, um, you know, we, we always try to figure out, you know, just barely how much do we need to get by through the winter. You know, just keep the bare minimum for ourselves so we can, you know, make sure that all of our customers are taken care of. Yeah, that's hard to do. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from. That's still hard to try to do because, like you said, I mean, the weather's unpredictable. Like, there's oh, nothing yeah. you could do about that. Right. Absolutely. But it is worse out there where you guys are compared to the East Coast or us. I mean, a, a bad drought for us would maybe be a couple of weeks, a month max. Oh, wow. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would hear them start complaining when about yeah. a couple of weeks hits we ain't, we ain't had any rain. You could start hearing people complain a little bit. Right. But no, six to eight months, oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll start having a lot of fires and things along those lines, obviously, whenever that happens. So it's, That's scary to me. It, it, it definitely, yeah, it's very scary because, you know, you also have to think, you know, those hay pastures and all of that, they, they will go up in flames and they will be gone. I mean, Not have you been near one? Have oh, you been yes. close to one? Yes. A couple of years ago when, when we had uh, those droughts, we actually had uh, um, in front of our house and behind our house, there were two separate pasture fires that were on either side of our home. It was, it was pretty scary. Um, my husband had, uh, you know, all of our um, our spray rigs, the you know, our big tanks all filled with water, trying to spray everything down, you know, to keep it all, you know, as as moisture as moisturized as possible in case the fire did get too close. But luckily, it didn't. And you know, um, as far as you know, here locally to us, no one lost their homes or any, no one was yeah. injured. It was just, you know, some uh, some land loss, but that was it. That's still pretty scary to have them on each side of you like that. I mean, you know, it, cause... it definitely is. <laughs> um, now, my biggest question is tornadoes. Do you guys? I mean, have you seen one while you've been in Texas at all? Um, is it like a common thing, or is it is it just as scary for you as it is for us? Oh, it, it terrifies me. Um, so I have never, I've never personally been in. I've seen them. Um, yeah. A couple years ago, we could see one in the distance in our backyard, and it looked like it was heading straight for us. We were actually getting ready to load up in the truck and hightail it and just, you know, go to the opposite direction. Um, but luckily it, it turned and it did not come straight at us. But, yeah, there has uh, there has been some, some tornadoes around here. Um, I, luckily, I've not personally ever, you know, had to, to be in one or deal with any of that. I've only been, well, I didn't see it. They said we had one touchdown during a horse show one time one year, and it took the roof off of a building. So I didn't physically see it, but I felt it. Yeah, I know. Um, but it was like little, 
it was little. Oh, really? Yeah, compared to what some happens out there, you know, where you guys are. It yeah. Was, so I can only imagine, like, if it was that big of a deal for me and it was a little tornado, just imagine the bigger ones out there. Because you guys yeah, are in I tornado mean, alley. I've seen just like, you know, in the, a town over for me. I mean, just absolute devastation. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how I've been so, I mean, so lucky. I, they've been everywhere around me. Uh, but uh, I've, I guess I've just been blessed. I have not, you know. I We're going to knock on wood for that. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> but Now, you and your husband, you guys, you said your son made your guys' new logo, right? Which is fabulous, by the way. Yes. Yes, he did. I'm going to, uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to embroider it. But um, yes. you guys, you just have one child. You guys just have one son. No, no, we also have a daughter. Um, she oh, is, uh, she lives in Huntsville right now. She is um, a junior at Sam Houston College. Cool. Yes. Is she going to take over the family business? Um, our son, that's his plan, yes. Our daughter uh, is, yes, our daughter is in uh, in college to do uh she she's a cr- cr- criminology major, so um, yeah, she's gonna she's like gonna criminal justice. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. gonna do something along those lines. Um, so, but yeah, our son definitely he 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 has all kinds of dreams on you know bettering and and growing the business, and I I don't even know. <laughs> You know, it's cool because um, I think it's cool to see it go, businesses go from generation to generation to generation. Because mm-hmm. right. I um, see just, it's cool to kind of see the way businesses are ran differently throughout the years and the things that change and stuff like that. Cause, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we definitely, I mean, we we want to see it continue to grow. I mean, that that's definitely, and he, he's got a lot more you know, computer smarts and things like that than we do. So, so I, I think he'll he'll be able to do a lot more of that kind of stuff to help it grow than we're able to do. Yeah, it takes all aspects of it. That's for it sure. It does. It does. Yeah. But now, yeah, did you did were you guys ever around? Um, well, you are directly related to the horse industry with the hay and stuff like that, but did mm-hmm. you guys grow up showing or rodeoing or doing any of that type of stuff? Um, so, no, I, I, I did not. My, I mean, my husband grew up with horses. He um, he, sh- he showed cattle. Um, we we oh, currently cool. have cattle. Um, but, yeah, we were, uh, we're more so in the, in the cattle industry than equine. But, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a big deal showing cows. It is. Yeah. Um I it, it was never anything that that I did growing up. Um I grew up like in a a little subdivision in in town. So we didn't I didn't have that luxury. Um I always wanted to and so of course I had to go and marry me somebody that did. Um <laughs> but uh it worked out for you. <laughs> it, it did. It did. <laughs> I always dreamed of having me a little farm and all of that, so uh, so I made it happen. But um, yeah, I I know he 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 grew up showing them, and I know he he lived and breathed it, and 
uh, you know, we still we still have our our cows and and we breed them and we definitely enjoy it. Now, do you guys just breed and sell, or do you go all the way from breed to butchering, like, and offer the meat itself? Um, we just breed and sell. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, maybe one day, you know, we'll we'll get to that point, but we we just we've got enough irons in the fire right now, so. Yeah. Because I have some customers that kind of do a little bit of all different of the you know, spectrum. So I've got some that, um, you know, yeah, I mean, because I do embroidery, and I've got some that do, it's like they do their own butchering in-house, and then mm-hmm. they sell their beef online, and then I've got some people that just breed cows, some that just have the cows just buy and get them fat and then sell them. So yeah, there's a lot of different aspects to the whole bit, to the whole Oh, business. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really just kind of depends on what, what aspect you feel like you have the most knowledge about and especially with us being hay suppliers us you know feeding them out and getting them good and fat kind of where we're good at so yeah some people do it from start to finish so i didn't know yeah yeah i mean there's there's a million different ways to do it i mean it's it's really just however it happens to work out at that time you know um yeah. sometimes someone might stop by and say hey um I like that cow. I want to buy it. You know, you never know. <laughs> Have you had that happen before? We uh, we've absolutely had that happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we 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 have people. I mean, because you know, I mean, this like I said, this is a small town. Everybody knows, you know, who who you are, um, what type yeah. of, of cattle you run, and you know. Uh, you know, we'll have people ask us, you know, do you, do you by any chance have a, a bull that you're, you know, needing to get rid of? I, I need to, you know, rotate, you know, something. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice knowing your neighbors. This is very true. Yes, we have. I've never, we've never had cows at all, um, but our mm-hmm. neighbors have. So we grew up around them, seeing them and stuff. But they are, um, it's not a big operation for them. They just had some. They just would have them, randomly breed them, let them get old, let them get fat, take them to the sale, and just kind of let them do their thing, you know. So yeah. That's the most I've been around them. Oh, yeah. And just yeah, a little we, bit on horseback. Mm-hmm. We, 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 keep, we keep some of them, you know, if they really fit, you know, the, the program that we want. If, if we have one that, that we just really like the confirmation on, we'll, we'll keep it um, otherwise. You know, we'll we'll let them go to go to the cell or or something like that. But yeah. so yeah, um, it, it's it's nice. I try not to get too attached to them. I was fixing to say it blows my mind. So cows have confirmation too, it's like horses, and they judge cows just like they do horses. And you can get, um, you know. It blows my mind that it's, like, the same way, I guess. I don't know. So I, cows have confirmation just like horses, and they're judged on their confirmation, and you can pick and choose, like, which ones that you want to keep breeding to get the best confirmation. Is oh, that absolutely. actually affect the price? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're 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 actually pretty particular about the way that we like our our girls to look. So yeah. if, 
if we have a calf born and it's just it just doesn't quite, I mean, it, it can be beautiful, but it just doesn't quite have, you know, all of the right looks that we want, you know, it'll, it will, it'll find a new home. That's crazy. I did not know that. And that affects yeah. the price of the meat too, right? Um, it can. I mean, I mean, there's, there's several factors, um, you know, uh, it just depends on how how thick that cow is and things like that. I did not know any of this. It blows my mind. It's very interesting, though. You know. Yeah. Well, probably not for you because you do it all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> for people like me that don't do it all the time, we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a lot to it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, of course, of course there's a lot to it. It's not, you know, anything like that, I think. Um, everything in life's got a lot to it if you oh get God. into it, stuff like that, you know. But anyhow, so um, about how often do you guys go to the sale for cows? Do you probably go about once a month or... Um, so we usually, um, we don't ever go to the sale, really. Um, we send cows to the sale. Um, usually if we are getting cows, we go to a, um, a private sale or things along those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, we, uh, that's usually how we do it. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, if I if I was to go to the sale, I would um, I would probably leave with way too many cows. You said you try hard not to get attached. That would be my problem. That's probably why yes. we never had cows. Yes, yeah, I, I would probably see all these little stick stickly calves and be like, I have to have it. I have to have it. And I, you know, of course, those are the ones you're not supposed to want. And right. I would, of course, want to take them all home and take care of them. But so it's best that I stay away from cell barns. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. You've got to have some emotional strength to be able to separate oh, for sure. the emotional part from animal part from business part. Mm -hmm. is, oh, absolutely. Probably, probably why I've never gotten into that aspect of business because, like uh -huh. what you just said, I I'd have a whole zoo over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, that's funny that you uh, grew up in a subdivision and you always wanted to farm, and then now here you are, y'all are doing it. You got your farm. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Do you just have cows or do you have anything else? Um. So currently all I have is um, my, I have some dogs and I have my cows. That's, that's it. That's enough. Um, well, no, it's not enough. It's not enough <laughs> at all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm st steadily working on my husband to, to get to get more. But, uh, yeah, that that's all we have for right now. But What about the chicken craze? How do you feel about chickens? Oh, I love chickens. I used to have really? chickens. Oh, yes, I used to have chickens. But I had a hawk come in and destroy my flock um, oh lord but yes um i yes because there's nothing better than fresh eggs yeah 
I, I yeah, they well. are good. Yes. But, yeah, but we have a lot. It, it is. It is. But, uh, you know, that I don't know. I, I had... I had a couple chickens, but I, I I was I was the weird chicken mama for a little while. I, I'm I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, but I was. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't currently have any. Um, we were definitely making a lot of improvements to the chicken coop to prevent that from happening ever again. Um, but it's been a couple years um, yeah. since we had chickens. And just we really just haven't. You, you always, whenever you do stuff, you always fix you work on your stuff last. So we just haven't even gotten around to working on it. Yeah. No. I no. I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I mean, everybody else or the business, not necessarily everybody else, but the business comes first. It's kind of like oh, first yeah. priority. I get mm-hmm. it. We had I had chickens once too, but I um we didn't have a flock. We had just like two. Three max, and I'm gonna tell you something. Them them birds spit out some eggs. Oh yeah, it's like they just keep coming. Next thing you know, you would just have dozens upon dozens of eggs, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, this is too much. You know, you can't even give them away at a certain point. Oh yeah. Oh, I have a son that could live off of eggs though, so it it was fine oh. for us. He yeah. could just he. Oh my gosh, he he'll just fry an egg just just to eat it. But you're right. It's a distinct taste. It's a different taste. It really I mean, is. Yeah. Yeah. It, if it's you've never really had different. it. Yes. It, it is so much better than store-bought. Um, but, yeah. And they're bigger, I think. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And they're but, free. So, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are furry. Except you gotta um well we uh do did you let yours free graze? Um, yes and no. Um like if I was outside I would let them you know, free graze. But uh but they also had their, their coop where you know, so we'd keep feed. Yeah, we fed ours, but still, I mean, you're right when you say furry for the most part, because, I mean, chicken feed, I don't think it costs. We maybe went through a bag yeah, once every other month or something like that, you know. Well, yeah, and there's really, like, so many of, like, your leftovers and stuff you can throw right. in. I mean, and they they tend to most of that, too. I mean, they're they're pretty much a good little garbage disposal. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember now. Those good memories. We had this one blue chicken. I don't. She wasn't that fun. That sucker was mean. Oh really? <laughs> she wouldn't attack you or anything like that. But she was just like, that's the right word. I mean, you know, when you walk up to a chicken, most of the time they're going to kind of scurry away. Yeah. She was not like that. This particular chicken, and she just was like real kind of. I don't know. She had an attitude. <laughs> she was going to stand her ground. <laughs> yeah. And then we had, had a couple of roosters, but I never, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just, just always let it be, and I never yeah. 
I don't know. None, I never had any of them try to get me. So I don't know. I guess it pro- I would have rethought it if if I had chickens trying to get at me or something. But oh no. Well, they didn't want to attack me like that. No. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't mean for it to sound like that. No. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, the blue chicken. No, she she wasn't aggressive in any way, shape, or form. But she was just like different than the rest of the other chickens I used to call. Oh her. yeah. Color blue, but no, none of them would attack you. No, you could easily feed them, and we got eggs for quite some time, probably a couple of years. We we had that. Oh, had nice. chickens. Yeah, yeah, I definitely miss it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that I miss it. The egg, the free egg part is probably the only part I miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been telling my husband, you know, chickens and uh, I need goats. I want goats as well. So now there is some money in goats. I don't. I've never been in goats, but a friend of the family, they were talking about this one goat that sold for like twenty five thousand dollars. Oh crazy my god! Mess. And Jeez. I was like, a goat? Are you oh, see, I just about want. That? I just want a goat for a pet. I don't know anything about them being worth money. The, well, uh, this is all new to me, too, and I was like, um, I mean, just like with anything in life, you could get into things, and people get into them, and apparently this goat yeah. was worth a lot of money. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, people... everything's worth what someone will pay for it. Yeah, uh, yes, you were absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was the... The milk that you can get from it, because a lot of yeah. people do goat's milk stuff, and yeah, I, I do see. I have I I follow a lot of people on Facebook that make like soap and stuff. Yeah, and I I don't know anything about any of that stuff, but I don't either. I stick to my Bath and Body Works soap, so <laughs> I'm sure that stuff's good though. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with Bath and Body Works. Trust me. <laughs> I want to see, um, yeah, see, look at that. I'm already, like, I'm on Googling this. Look, look at this right here, Weatherford Democrat. It says, Grand Champ Steer, oh, this is not a goat, but this is a cow, sells for 25 k at an auction. Wow. This is a market steer, not a goat. The Parker County Livestock Improvement Association's used livestock auction on Saturday. Part of a 4-H. When was this written? When was this article written? Oh, this was in 2018. The steer sold for 25k. Oh wow, that's crazy, ain't it? That is. I, I wish I could have a steer sell for 25k. <laughs> I wonder why it sold for 25. I don't know why, um, what it said about that part. I'll have to go back and read it, but dang. But like you just said, anything's worth what somebody will pay for it. You write exactly. about that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what you get into anything. That's like some cars. and some, Oh, yeah. Um, hell, some horses. I mean. Oh, Yeah. The price of all that's gone up quite a lot over the couple of years, I think. Um, yeah, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know a whole lot about horses, but you know, obviously, with us being in the hay industry, you know, we're 
we know a lot of people that are and, you know, uh, follow a lot of people that are. And it just, it amazes me to see what some of these horses go for. Um, and they're just, they're just beautiful. And, but I, I it, it, it's amazing what some of these horses cost. It, it, it blows my mind. Yeah, some of it is absolutely just out there. But yeah, and, and that's but just then the it, cost it, of the horse. Do what? That's just the cost of the horse. That's not the actual upkeep and all of that kind of stuff. And to do it, I, I mean, the only difference between horses and cows is cows will cows will make you money. <laughs> right. <laughs> horses, you have to spend money. You have to constantly spend money on them. Which it's, I mean. I'm not clowning it. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, I see lots of people making money, you know, especially like, you know, running barrels and stuff. But then at the same time, then I see them, you know, having to spend insane amount of money on vet bills. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Do cows have vet bills like that? I mean, do you have I mean, I'm sure have... that. I'm sure they can, but we've never ran into anything like that. Um, I, I mean, we've never, the biggest thing we've ever had to run into is have a cowboy come out and pull a calf and, you know, give some, some antibiotic injections. I mean, that's not, it's, you know, we, we, we just do the routine maintenance and, yeah, I mean, you know, give them their their shots, and yeah, there's there's really not there's not not a, not a whole lot to, you know, just the the routine stuff with with cattle. Um, yeah. Um. I. I mean, I'm sure you could run into stuff that would that would cost a lot, but um, we haven't ran into anything like that. Sounds like a pretty good return on your investment. It it can be. I mean, the, the feed, um, you know, aside from hay, you know, the feed that right. you have to get, give them is is pretty costly. Um, it's. I, I wish feed was cheaper. I, I know it's the same for for horses. Um, feed just is not cheap. Yeah, and you guys talked about being in the hay business and fertilizer and all of the extra things that go into actually harvesting hay or doing all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Those prices are going up, and it reflects in your prices. I mean, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, there's definitely not near as much profit in you know in in the hay industry and things like that as, as people would think, you know. People yeah. see that, you know, oh, it gets sold for this much. Yeah, but I, I've got X, Y, Z in it. You know, it's really, it's not as it's not as much profit as, as one would think. Um, if, if you don't love what, you, what you're doing when it comes to, to that, you're not mm-hmm. going to stick with it because it's, it's not, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme it's right it's 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 a barely squeaking by but stay happy thing Uh, no I'm I'm picking up what you're throwing and it's an art to be able to I mean 
your average Joe Blow just can't go in and start pricing out hay and square bales and round bales and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, you've got to know what you're doing to be able to price oh, it correctly, yeah. market it correctly, and do the things that you guys have done with it. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. We have spent years getting our um, our, our our hay fields to the quality that that we we feel that they are at um, and that that we're we're very proud of so, yeah that, that's definitely it wasn't something that came easy I mean it's and it's something we have to stay on top of I mean yeah every every year we have to stay on top of it to keep keep those fields in tip-top shape uh, it's and that, it, that's that all hands on deck type of thing uh, because I think the average person doesn't realize the work that goes into hay and farming oh hay. God. You know, no. most people just think, oh, okay, well, it grows. Just cut it and that's it. No, that's not oh it. <laughs> yeah, I know that hay season is so exhausting for us. Um, you know, luckily we have a little um, a little cabin out there where the majority of our hay fields are and we'll actually just stay out there because we will we'll stay out there till you know 11 o'clock at night till you know the dew hits the ground you know and we have to stop but we'll stay out there working until 11 o'clock at night and you know as soon as we're able to start in the morning we're back out there I mean it's good lord it's it, it's exhausting yeah but yeah but, uh, but I mean, I can no. see that. I I can definitely see. I can see it for sure. Because, you know, like I just said, it's well. I mean, how much? How many acres are you guys working with? Is it, it's not all in one spot? You've got to move to different spots too, right? Right. So in total, I would say because um, you know we have like a couple lease places or something. Yeah. Um, we have about twenty five hundred acres that we we do hay on. Good God. Yeah, it's, and you know, of course, we we don't lay all of that down at once. You know, we, we right. rotate it. So, you know, we, so we can, you know, do all that. So it keeps all of us, it keeps us pretty busy. So you would do, so you, would you split it? You would do like spring cut for one half and then you let that come up and then you go to fall for the other half and you can kind of rotate it like that? No, no. Um, so it's all during the summer. Um, in in oh, Texas, okay. yeah, in Texas, it's it's all summer. Um, and we typically, on a good a good year, we'll get about three cuts. Um, and wow. so we'll we'll cut probably about a hundred acres, and then um, let that sit for um, a day or two let it dry out and then, you know, pet it and then we'll we'll bale it. You know, it takes a couple of days and then once we're done with that section, you know, we'll move on to another section. And so we, we, we piece it out by sections. And then by the time you get to the last 100 acres, it'll be time for the second cut of it, the first section. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So, I mean, that's – that, that breaks it down to make you know somebody like me be like, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it 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 is it stays around the clock. But then again, you also have to work all of that around the weather. 
if you yeah, have rain well, yeah. in the forecast, you can't you can't do anything. Yeah, that sucks. Yes. So it's it's a it's a very temperamental thing. Um, you kind of are just at Mother Nature's mercy on that one, but and then of course when you have your pop up showers that were nowhere near in the forecast, those are really great because mm. they just ru they ruin everything. Well, it can, I mean, do you have a little bit of time to air something out? Let's say you cut it, and while it's laying down, it gets rained on. Do you not have some time to let that air out and save that cut at all, or are you pretty much just done? No, ma'am. Um, so that the best you can do with that would be to, to sell it as, as cow hay. Um, uh, once it's been rained on, that's not that's not horse quality hay anymore. That's got you. That's not that's not something that that you're gonna want to square bale that you're gonna want to sell as horse quality. Um, I mean, not uh, some people would. So that's not something we're gonna put our name on. Right. No. I mean, I respect that. You can't. I mean, but you are probably right. Some people do still do it. But if you want the best, oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to not let it get rained on while it's laid down. Yeah, I mean, there's there's um, a lot of nutrients and stuff that'll, um, I mean, it'll have to lay there for a while and dry out, and you'll lose nutrients and things along those lines. So, well, I guess it is a good thing though to be able to. I mean, it sucks to lose money to take it from horse quality to cow quality, but it is. It's not like you're at a complete loss. You can still sell it for cow quality, right? Depending on yeah. the weather. So that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. But it right, sucks yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, do you yeah. already pre-plan out your square bales versus your round bales? Do you guys already kind of figure that out before you get started? Or do you have to kind of let that go as it flows? Like, you can't pre-sell hay. You have to wait till you get it done before you can. Well, um, so that's. It's, it's, that's, it's kind of a, a yes and a no. Um, yeah. So I have lists of customers, and I let them know that I will be, you know, cutting, you know, I expect to be cutting on this date, you know, and this, you know, this is the day that I'll have it. You know, it's first come, first serve out of the field. Um I, I won't, I don't do any holds or anything because I right. don't, I cannot tell you how much I'm going to yield. Um, just because there's just so many factors that I can't guarantee that I, yeah. I don't, I, I will not guarantee orders. Um, we do do a lot of um, feed stores and things like that. But we try to take care of our local farmers and things along those lines before we we fill our large bulk orders first. Um, yeah. So that's got to be frustrating. I mean, that is probably the only frustrating part with hay is the weather because you literally cannot do anything about it. It yes, and you know, like like you said earlier, I mean, so many people don't realize how temperamental all of that really is they just you know they're like well, what day are you going to do it I, 
I mean, believe me, I wish I could pinpoint it and I could work my schedule around it. Like that would be, that would make my life a lot easier. Um, But all the best I can do is tell you when I'm doing it. Like that's, you know, but luckily, you know, a lot of people are, most people are understanding. Yeah, and to hold yourself to the caliber of your horse quality versus your cow quality, I mean, you know, that's honorable and respectful right there because, you know, a lot of people just kind of want could cut cut corners and, you know, let's say they can cut it and they let it get rained on and then they bail it up and go, okay, this is still horse quality, you know, for yeah. you guys to yeah. kind of set the standard and separate yourself from other other people out there and say, no, 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 it has to be a certain thing. Right. You lose by offering the best, actually, by doing that. You know, yeah. you easily yeah. cut corners and you don't. So that's good. That's a good thing as far as your name is concerned in, in your company. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, that that's the way that we, we look at it with, with our hay, with, you know, with our, our land management business. I mean, it's, you know, our last name is what is on it. I mean, right. If, if we're going to put our name on it, it's going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 110%. No no wow. ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, you got you to gotta stand behind your product. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is absolutely true. And I, I think, I mean, with so many people, because the hay business is so iffy and so uncertain, and so it's mm-hmm. not. A lot of it does actually fall into the hands of Mother Nature, which you have no control over. Right. You know, the fact that you guys hold yourself up to that level of quality and standard where other people don't, you know, that speaks volumes. You probably do have a waiting list, so that's that's a good thing. We Yeah, we definitely do. Um it's definitely a blessing to have those wait wait lists. Um, well, that's a good thing. It's a good problem to have. It is. It is. I have thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you about hay and um, running a business in Texas and all this kind of good stuff. So yeah. I'm really glad you took the time to do that. Well, yes, thank you so much. And um, I've enjoyed following your Facebook page and, seeing all of your your beautiful work and now I'm I'm even more excited that I I get to to have some of that that beautiful work so 